Shoot, I didn't. I did it too <laughs> early. You did. It's the uh, end. Wow, you took you took a lot of joy in that, didn't you? <laughs> I did, especially after last week's shaming of the awkwardness. Uh, were you shaming me or was I shaming you? No, I was shaming you because mm, I said work. you you make it awkward. It's kind of didn't weird. work. Is it really shaming if the guy doesn't give a damn? You do though. You do uh, because then you said oh. Really. Uh oh, I hadn't press record yet. Well, I care about that. I don't care about your shaming of the <laughs> silence. I cancel you. I cancel your awkwardness. I am Do oh. you cancel my awkwardness? That's amazing. <laughs> my life would be a million times better without awkwardness. <laughs> we would have no podcast. I would have no idea. Might as well cancel the podcast. What to do with myself? Anyway, all right, Super Podcast number 406. Is Matt there? Or is yeah. It, what, what's going on? Are well, I was just letting y'all talk, so. Oh. Why? You never do that. Well, you got fart jokes to interrupt with? I don't know. You just seem so engrossed in, oh, okay. in uh, awkwardness. Yeah. That's great. All right, Super Podcast number 406. So we have Matt, I guess. I guess he's there. And also we have Jess. Hello, Jess. Hi. Hello. So, uh, how are you guys doing? What's up? I am okay. Oh, what? I'm, I'm whoa. The, the, what are you doing? I'm, I'm gonna pull Did you break your my microphone yeah, again? Yeah, well, it's like got this little windscreen thing on it. Yeah. So. I lost that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, is that, that one the one that your? Is that the one that your boyfriend gave you? No, I, that no, one. No, he doesn't know how to use that dongle. I, don't, I had to buy a camera for that. <laughs> wow, what a great gift! <laughs> Here's a bill. Enjoy it. Hmm. Does he by chance sell the camera? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'd have to find a camera to do YouTube videos on. What should I do YouTube videos? You should do YouTube videos of painting and such as. What? Joke telling? You guys, I had a... <clears throat> I'm glad you said that. I had this fantastic idea. Listen to this. This would be amazing. And I don't know how to do this. I, I think I know a very good video editor, but uh, what, how, wh what, how, what, huh? how great would it be to watch a show about immigrants, legal immigrants, coming to America and just talking about their experiences? Well, I think that'd be cool. How cool would that be? Because I have talked to lots of migrants who come to America legally and otherwise 
And uh, their their observations are like fascinating. Like, like observations really about America or about their <laughs> yeah to get here or become citizens or just all of the above. Um, but well, all of the above. But yeah, like for instance, uh, I knew a person from like um, one of those uh, one of those weird um, uh, countries next to Russia, between Russia and the part of Europe that we like. You know that part. <laughs> Okay. There's like this big mass of like countries that include that w- I'm no, sure Matt knows them. Any- I can we list- don't know anything about them, but you know they're Estonia, there. Estonia, Lithuania, of, uh, Latvia, yeah, Belarus, yeah, yeah those, uh, Ukraine. Yeah, they're all the same. They're all the same. Uh, Lithuania, yeah. And then um, uh, anyway, Romania, there was a person yeah. from that oh. who who came and uh, I hung out with him, and he was just like fascinated by America. And like one of the things he said is that he couldn't believe how clean and well stocked our um, our um, grocery stores are. Really? Yeah, he's just like it's amazing that. As in, like the variety. Yeah, the variety, okay. all the choices, everything is fresh, everything is clean. He just, he was just, and and I kind of noticed that when I visited uh, Germany. When I went to Germany, I uh, would go to the uh, like the Kroger there. We have them here now, but back then they were just in Germany, and you know they weren't like what? they weren't like Kroger? third world or whatever. They but, just wait, you just got Kroger where you live. Um, I just heard about Kroger in the U.S. recently. I didn't know that they were around for a while. Have they been here a while? They're an yeah. American company. What? Yeah. I thought they were like German Kroger company. <laughs> well, I'm thinking Not of something that else. I'm aware of. Are you, are you talking about the um, wonderful Aldi that you hate so much? It's no, it, it says that they were established in 1883 in Cincinnati. I remember seeing uh, commercials yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, Cincinnati, Germany. No, yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, uh, oh, that's I'm Cincinnati. Of, I'm thinking of something. It's the like Berlin Bengals. That's it. That's yeah. probably it. Uh, I'm thinking of 7-Eleven. That's from Germany. Anyway, whatever. Oh, so, yeah. um, uh, so when I was there, it was just like a little rundown. There wasn't a lot of choices. It was not, and maybe it was in the part of. Uh, I think you you're know. thinking of Krautger. What? What is it? Krautger. Krautger. Maybe. Did you make that up? Yeah, probably made it up. There was a band outside though. That was kind of cool, and lots of Nazis. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just thought it would be really fascinating. So I was thinking about maybe asking people to like interview people they know who are um, immigrants, legal and otherwise, and then um, you know edit it together and put it out. That would be great. I think think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm Are you going to do that? No, probably you're not. not. Uh, it's great idea. Yeah, I mean, if people tell We're me, all yeah, ideas, no action. Well, I got a lot. Of, I, I have some action, but I can't talk about. Sure, it. Jan. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, uh, what's what's uh, what's going on? Do you got a list? Chloroquinesia. Wait, which one of you is chloroquinesia? I think it's Matt. You are. You are. Uh, that's not correct. That is not. correct. So, what, what was the booming response to your dystopia? Okay, we've got like, two, two responses. we got two, two responses. One was for my book club, mm-hmm. and one was to watch Seven Samurai. <laughs> there we go, we're even. Matt, well, you want to tell Matt what our... Oh, yeah, because he never listens. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to the ones he's on. He doesn't listen to the ones that he doesn't go on. He just doesn't care. Doesn't care. He just listens to Audible. Yes, thank you. You get it now. 
Um, what, uh, and then you write very poorly written tweets that, uh, no, tweets make a lot of sense. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. Anyway, right, Matt, yeah. I came up with two joy-giving ideas. They get, like, ideas. thousands of retweets and likes, wow. so, I mean, oh, I people yeah. have poorly written tweets. Yeah, just, like, hundreds of retweets that you get on every tweet. I don't know. He really does, though. He really does. Matt, can you please weigh in on the joy-giving ideas that we had that nobody responded to? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, so last week it was uh, pretty horrible, and there was lots of because you weren't around to make fart jokes, so we you just are. like all we did was um, was uh, joy thieve each other. I and, gave uh, tons of joy. I told so, you I had two lists. So you never give, never once. Never once have you given me joy. But uh, there was, uh, so then we were like, man, we really should try to give joy to the people, which was the name of the podcast last, but you would know. By we, he means me. Okay, Mm. whatever. So uh, that's illegal in some states. But in any way, in any case, so we were thinking of ideas of how to give joy to the people, and she came up with this horrible idea to read two ideas. To read a book about a dystopian future where people are being eaten by a pandemic from China, and I'm like, uh, why would we read about the horrible thing that we're experiencing? The book probably wasn't about China; it was some other pandemic. Yeah, well, they called it the Orient in the in in her time. Mary Pierce, what's her name? Mary Pierce Shelley, what's her name? Mary Shelley, yeah. And you said her husband shouldn't have let her write that book. I was hoping he died before she wrote it. Okay. And, and well, he thinks wow. there should be a murder podcast. How do you not that? know who her husband is? I I I know who the husband is. I didn't, I just didn't know she died. You know, before she did. Give me a break, jeez. Uh, you yeah, didn't even know about the other book. You know about the book. I never. Yeah. I, I mean, I know who her husband was though. Well, I know who he is. I never said that he did. That I didn't know. Who he, <laughs> he wrote Ozymandias. What? He wrote Ozymandias. Yes, I know that, but that has nothing to do with what t- what date that he died and whether he told his wife not to write or not. That is meaningless. Those are not connected in any way whatsoever. He was friends with Lord Byron. No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's, that's right-wing propaganda in... Uh, oh, did anyway. you guys watch Hamilton? Let's talk about Hamilton. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Wait a second. Second to a giving idea, and then you can talk all about Hamilton. The second joy-giving idea was an Amazon watch party. Why doesn't anybody like my joy-giving ideas? Oh, that's a great idea. But uh, you're just your movies suck is the problem. I didn't even offer up any titles. I'm you said Magic Mike, I think, didn't you? No, I said that's what Matt would have chosen. No. Wait, what? Matt have, seen, Matt, have you seen Magic Mike? No. Really? Well, I would have thought you were the kind. I really Why, think there's have you. Never. I, uh, I think of course the, he has. No. Well, he's watching it on the aeroplane. Why would I want to watch a show Aero- about I, men stripping? I don't. I, I'm. T- I'm telling you, there's two. Unless kinds it's of about paint stripping, I'm not going to watch it. Paint stripping, yeah, or other kinds of stripping. But yeah, uh, well, yeah. that, well that, I don't know. They, they usually are misleading when they're about. <laughs> it's usually like, like, oh, it's a movie about stripping, but it's actually about a hardworking mother who's got a heart of gold and she's going to change the world one strip at a time. You know. Yeah, we don't care about that. Nobody cares it's about like, that. It's like zero America. nudity. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What, what's the point? Right, right. They should have a warning on the no, DVD. Yeah, no nudity, and then you're like, oh, no okay. Nudity. Go, look at, go watch some other movie, because yeah. this ain't it. 
Right. You should have recommendations for guys. See, on, you get you know, it. What? Boy, this went really off the rails. So, Matt, what would be your recommendation? I'm getting deja, what? Getting for, deja vu right now. To, yeah, give, to give people joy? or Yes, for, for us to watch together like and give each other joy. Like escape, yeah. let's, you know, let's... Yeah, like to to remove ourselves from the wretched foulness of uh, the news cycle and all the horrible things that are befalling, like literally every literally. person. Literally, literally. That was weird. I shouldn't have done that. That was odd. Anyway, what what do you got, Matt? Anything? Well, what, like what genre? Well, wow, you come genre. up with the genre. Anything, well, as long as it makes people happy. Oh, what I we're saying, Matt, is basically kind of... people like you, and that's what they're tuning in for. And so whatever movie you choose is probably what people well, will vote I, for. I don't really watch movies that make me happy. So oh. I like I like Whiplash. That's pretty good. I could watch that like a billion times. Never even heard I don't think that. I've ever that? seen Whiplash. Y'all, we watched John Wick 3 last weekend. Yeah. I, I don't okay. know if y'all seen any of the other John Wicks. But we finished one, one and two watching. is good. Three is a little bit overboard. Not three had no plot when we finished. Well, yeah, it. That, none of them have plots. Wait, 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 wait. No, the other ones had somewhat plots. This one had no plot. And when we finished it, Joshua looked at me and said, "That was like watching Alma balls." <laughs> what? All it was was people hitting each other, wait. shooting each other. You know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Remember the show on Theocracy? Just sit there in the chair and watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. like that. I just, yeah, I just know. watch. If I get the context. I was like, whoa, what are you? What are you what, what's going on? Taken one just, and two is. There was taken no plot. Taken two yeah. is eh. John Wick yeah. one and John Wick two are. Eh, John Wick one's awesome. John Wick two's okay, and then John Wick three is like, eh. You just gotta no. watch it. If, yeah. No plot. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So no John Wick is what you're telling me. Okay. No, right. I didn't say that. I I wouldn't mind watching John Wick. That'd be okay. Let me let me look at my history. I don't know. I have a I, I had to I, God. I, I, you put me on the spot here. Well, that's what this is. This yeah. Is. Oh, okay. Like I mean, we, do you uh, not know how? Podcasts welcome to the show. Have you oh, been no, to I don't, I don't watch a lot of happy movies. He's, he skips one week and he forgets what a podcast. is. <laughs> Amazing. I, I just not, I don't know I don't I just don't. All watch right, you hap- don't have to. You don't have to. It seems like. Do y'all watch two happy people, movies? Two people responded to it. So well, I mean, we watch movies to be happy. That doesn't right. necessarily mean you know. Well, now now you're getting into a very interesting. That's philosoph- there. Oh, that is a good question. Philosophical uh, 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 question, which is yeah. this because actually, <clears throat> actually, I get my joy from the Lord. I don't know where you get you get yours from. You just telling us about stripping movies. Oh, yeah. well. this goes back to uh, art <laughs> and how art works. And uh, Aristotle writes in uh, one of his uh, one of his whatever epistles where he talks about. Um, uh, he came up with the idea of uh, of like getting your emotion out. There's a word for it, right? I forget what it is. It's uh, uh, when when you experience sadness in a while watching a uh, an art form, um, it gets that out of you and it makes you feel better by getting yeah, it out of you. That's interesting. And so catharsis. It's catharsis. Yeah, catharsis. Right? Yeah. So I don't, I, you know, I don't think he came up with it. I think he just like he was he was uh, one of the main thinkers who you know wrote it down so that people could think about it. But but it's a weird it's a weird feeling, right? So the example that he gives is. Uh, 
is uh, when there's a Greek play about uh, soldiers who are like caught in a storm and um, their their uh, boat is is thrashed against the rocks and and the, you know, a lot of them die and whatever. So you sit there and you're watching a sad thing, but it doesn't make you sad. It makes you happy because you're not experiencing what they're experiencing. Oh well, that's a little bit weird. Okay, well the very the very. <clears throat> concept of catharsis is weird like yeah. what is it what is it that makes us want to watch drama that makes it that that draws us to it why do we do it if you're watching a sad thing and most dramas are at least you know in the greek uh, uh, tradition it's a good man through a fatal flaw gets destroyed and you like that's what you're that's what you're watching that's all the greek plays right why is it that we find comfort in that why do I don't we know. Yeah. Why is it? It's 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 a bizarre, it's a really like uh, important. Because we like debate. other people's misery, or well, right? Is that is that it? Is, is that it, it, it to make you feel you... better about your own life? But but like you you would like other people's if you liked other people's misery even if they were good people oh, yeah that would be you're a, a piece of crap right yeah. when right. when we watch like bad people go Should, through misery that's good because it's something? it's a sense of justice right right but if you're watching good people uh, go through misery well, what why are you feeling good so there's a whole yeah. big like philosophical debate about what is it about art that makes us you know uh, happy in yeah, if, they, if they just go through shit and there's no silver lining like not even a, a shred of hope yeah depressing. I mean you're watching a European yeah, that's movie super, yeah. yeah that's super, that depressing. super depressing I hate but I mean, movies um, like that but I mean, like uh, Romeo and Juliet, right? Romeo and Juliet is like one of the you know highest held up, you know, on a pedestal, you know, works of art in in Western civilization. And what happens? Like they fall in love through some idiotic, uh, like irrational, immature, you know, happenstance. One kills themselves because they can't be together, and then the other one kills themselves. And like, why do we watch this crap? Like, it's a terrible morality play about kids who think it's a good idea to kill themselves because they can't be with the one person they love. Like, can that's I just terrible. Can I just interject right there for one second? Because you're yeah. right. And we went to see the play. Romeo and Juliet, we went to see it at, at this small community theater, and you're yeah. feeling all depressed, <clears throat> and then the the actor that was portraying Romeo got up, and he, and Juliet was laying there, supposedly dead, and he's giving this soliloquy, I can't even remember it, but yeah. every time he spoke, he spit all over her, oh, accidentally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at oh. first, the audience was just like, you know, what do we, like, can we, yeah, have? right. It went on for three minutes, and by the end of it, people could not hold it in. They were oh, laughing okay. so hard. That is so hilarious. she drowned. She yeah, basically she drowned, drowned and cool. she just laid there and just took all the spit. Like, what could you do? Yeah. You're dead, so right? Fun. Supposedly. And that is always what I remember every time Romeo and Juliet is mentioned now. So it's no longer yeah. a tragedy to me. It's kind of funny. It's funny, yeah. That's great. That's hilarious. What a great story. I mean... Yeah. Uh, well, except Juliet. Um, yeah. So, so, so this is crazy. Um, Aristotle's always opposed to Plato, Socrates, whatever. So there is they have. So there is another play, uh, not a not a play, but there's a letter where they talk about art, and it's Socrates giving an account of the good uh, country and what and what makes a 
uh, uh, city um, just and not uh, evil. And he goes through this whole account about trying to describe what makes a good... It's called The Republic. It's super famous. Uh, the founders read it. They all know about it. Um, and he's, when, he ta when he gets to art, he says you have to ban art. You just have to ban it in order to have a um, a republic where men are virtuous and they do their you know the duties that are assigned to them and women are virtuous and children are, are raised well. You have to ban art and and his interlocutors are like why why would you right? do that? And he says well because because art encourages you to follow your passions instead of your reason and he's one million percent right. Now I wow. don't think you should. Is super I Mexican love, is calling I for the banning of art. Absolutely, censored all. But he's right. Like you look at, and this is this is my remember my whole thing about Disney movies. Like, yeah. listen, oh yeah, I love Disney movies. They're brilliant. They're genius. But guys, you have to realize that nearly every Disney movie that's out there is encouraging your children to disobey you, run away, go on an adventure, and the end of the movie is that they're going to save the world. They're going to save their and family. And their parents were dumb. And they're <laughs> <too> stupid. <laughs> and they learned a lesson from their moronic children. Like, this is a terrible moral. <laughs> like, most of these movies are great and they're fantastic. But man, every single one is about children disobeying their parents, running true. away, having an adventure, uh, saving the world, and then the parents learn a lesson. Like, that is horrible. But and you're, then you wonder, you're talking about art and, and disobedience. Absolutely. So. That's what art is. Art is so, okay, but if you can't, can't you do both? Follow art and reason? Thank you. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can, but most people do not. And, and well, my, I mean, if we, if we didn't <laughs> have that, you wouldn't have people like Leonardo da Vinci, who just followed whatever he wanted to and self-taught everything himself. Taught himself to read, read Latin, read Greek, taught himself to draw. Uh, well, uh, I don't think that really fits into that argument, because he, um, he disobeyed the laws and the customs and traditions of his society in order to pursue the art and the um, knowledge that he wanted to pursue, but when he employed it, when he um, made his, you know, his works of art, they were all in support of the best um, uh morals of his society and so he was upholding tradition even though he was personally disobeying it he was a very conservative artist in that respect so i mean like you wouldn't call him a but you just you know, said that all game. art was not virtuous uh no 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 i didn't say that i said that, that uh <laughs> most art like the vast majority of it, encourages people to follow their passions and not follow their reason. Now, some art can absolutely encourage you to follow your reason and deny your passions, but not these days. I mean, like, you got to go all the way back to freaking Michelangelo for that. I mean, yeah, but, like, look at all, all of the art that we have. Look at all of the music. Look at all of the lyrics. All of it is like, follow your heart. Do what your, your loins tell you to do. Uh, don't do what's smart. Like, how many you know, one of my favorite books. Oh, books. One of my favorite rap songs is uh, uh, "Read a Book" because it's one of the few songs that actually says, "Maybe do smart things and don't do stupid things." Like one of it is uh, "Is buy some land, buy some land," and then it says "F 
uh, spinning rims because people spend all this money, thousands of dollars on spinning rims for their cars and their trucks, but they don't own any land. It's like, right. you know, and you never hear that out of a rap song. So I love that rap song, but that's one out of a million rap songs where the rest of them are telling you to do terrible things to your community and be selfish and seek after wealth and not be a, a you know, responsible member of your society. A lot of country songs are like that. A lot of rock, most rock songs are like that. Nearly everything in art is terrible for you. If you it really is. listen I, to the to the lyrics, it does kind of make you cringe a lot. Yeah, I disagree. I think that they can go hand in hand and they can the innovation. Hey, you're not you're not listening to me because you're disagreeing in a, of a, of a of, with a position that I don't have. It just I, sounds I just, like that was your initial position, even just, though yeah, you you initially yeah, said of, all art was first, bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 said. no, no, no. I told you what Socrates said. That right. is not necessarily what I believe in. But you said and you kind of agreed with it, right? And you said Plato said that. No, no, no. Well, jeez, oh, now I got to explain this. Uh, Plato wrote down what Socrates said. Socrates oh. never said anything. So the Republic is what uh, Socrates, Socrates was said. mute. Uh, well, he. <laughs> I'm going to have... listen to some <laughs> guy that <laughs> killed himself. Um, no, listen. Uh, I I absolutely think that I think it's it's too coincidental that uh, two thousand four hundred years ago Socrates wrote this uh, criticism of art, and it applies to the vast majority of art that we have now. He's absolutely right about artists. Artists are not they're not philosophers, so they don't you know they don't care to encourage you to do the right thing. They encourage you to do the passionate thing, the 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 thing that your loins is telling you to do. That you know. And and that's just that's just the way that these categories work out, you know. Like drama people are completely irrational. That's that's why they're drama people. There's very few of them that combine the two. I'm not saying you can't. Of course you can. It just does. It's very rare that it happens. Like uh, like Camel actors. Turn. Yeah, dude. Actors are complete morons. Like yeah. they don't know. What they're Ronald Reagan doing. was an and, idiot, man. <laughs> Who? Ronald Reagan was an idiot because he was an actor. Yeah. What a moron! What example, what example that I must don't you think that those those that, how generalities work? Don't apparently you think you don't. that those 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 uh, that passion for the arts and and his uh, for his, for the theater led to his uh, 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 skills at debate and uh, speech yeah. giving and. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, what that? So, yeah, that that makes you a good politician. That doesn't make you. That makes you a skilled politician. That doesn't necessarily make you a good person. Anybody, anybody can go. You don't think that Ronald Reagan was a good person? No, I didn't say that. Oh my <laughs> God! Listen to the goddamn words that I say, he's just, and not. He's just asking hear. questions. Okay. Just you said that. Uh, being an actor and being in drama uh, helped him to be a good orator. I absolutely agree with that. But just because being an actor and being in drama makes you a good orator doesn't mean that you're going to be necessarily a good 
a good person or a good politician. That doesn't necessarily mean that I said Reagan wasn't a good person or not a good politician, but the argument that you made does not necessarily lead to the logical conclusion that all artists are good politicians or good people. That's well, irrational. It I doesn't don't think that's what he said, though. That's okay, but his criticism of my position is based on that assumption, so that assumption is irrational. I never. Yeah, but what, it sounds like you're saying that good that good people are only ones that are productive oh my to God, society. Dude, do you not understand how generalities work? Are you I just? I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're I saying. I have already said. I have already said it's not all artists. It's just the vast majority of them. That's that's what. what do you not understand what vast majority means? Do you not understand what a generality? Yeah, but how do you know? How do you like, know that? Because uh, this is well. I mean. Socrates said it, and in all in my, all of my experience of, you know, ninety five percent of art that I've experienced and and, uh, and watched, that is what I've seen. If you want to disagree with that, then give then provide some examples. But I just I, did. I, you know, I, I don't understand how you're the arbiter to what is good and what is not good. An example, like a guy who became a politician. Who Why should a, I have to give an example? You're the one that well, said that. Because <laughs> just, that's how you. You're the one that said that, that you know what's good and what's not good. So if it's good, you know, it contributes to society. Wait, hey, Matt, so you're good. telling me that you don't know what's good and not good. Is that what you're so telling how, me? So how does uh, the arts not contribute to society? I never said that! So good then it's good. Not, no! not I, I never said that either. I, look... It can contribute to society, and some of it does, and some of it is good. But most of it, it does not. It detracts from society and makes things worse. Mm, okay, can we segue to Hamilton? I disagree. I mean, even... even I don't give a damn if you disagree. Just be rational about your disagreements. The ones you've been making are just... They don't I, make any I, sense. Yes, what, what do you think? Oh, I think I I didn't understand from the beginning what he was saying, but it sounded to me like he was saying all, but then he clarified that he did not mean all and that he was quoting somebody else. I don't agree that... Nobody says that. Like, it's a generality. That means, for the most I mean, part... We, we, we could say the same thing about a vast majority of scientists don't contribute to society, don't have any moral obligations because they're working on... Uh, the the DNA of some green pea. Uh, I, like, uh, how does that help well, anybody? I, I, Doesn't okay, help anybody. Say that, okay, Matt. You can say that, and you know what I'm going to say to that? I don't know because uh, I haven't. Uh, I don't have uh, expertise in uh, scientists. I haven't made a survey of all of the all that they do. All I can say is what I've seen in headlines, and that's not representative of what all scientists do. So I'm going to say that could be true or that could not be true. I don't know. But when you're talking about art, in my experience, looking at things objectively uh, over my entire life, the vast majority of art teaches you to follow your passions, to be a moron, to follow your heart, and to ignore your brain. And that is that is what I've seen. And I think 
Now, uh, you know, that is a that is a uh, observation that I've made. You can disagree with that if you want, and that's fine. But my further conclusion from that is I think that's a bad thing. I think that if you want to live a good life, you have to listen to your brain more than your heart. That doesn't mean that you ignore your emotions, because that would be stupid. God gave us emotions for a very good reason, but they're ordered to your brain. And I think if you do that, I think if you look at people, 95% of everyone's problems are when they listen to their heart and their passions and their loins, and they don't listen to their brains. Okay, that so applies did, to politics as well. So did, yeah, absolutely. Did, did, was so, it good you know, that Darwin uh, listened uh, to his I, brain I, over uh, what should have been his passion? Uh, who? I didn't hear you. What you say? Should it, it, so you're saying it's good that Charles Darwin listened to his brain instead of when he was in seminary and going through what should have been his passion? Uh, no. No, no, no. Wait, well, okay, first of all, I don't know if that's true or not, but I never well, said Well, he was that. in seminary. So, I mean, he was, okay, I mean, that's the only degree he has. Can I answer your question, Matt? He's got a theology degree. Question? You asked me a question. Do you want me to answer, or do you just want to talk? Well, okay. you said well, I don't know. You're the one talking. I'm, no, I'm trying to figure out what just, you're talking about. Well, then why don't you let me answer your question if you want to know what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay. So, you, so I gave you a generality. You yeah. gave me a particular. I don't know, Matt, because I'm saying that in general, it is better if you listen to your brain rather than listening to uh, your heart or your pat. Oh, did you cut out? Where did, where did everybody go? Hello. Hello? Uh, and oh, you Hello? Cut it. you're cutting out. You're cutting out. Oh, okay. The Where'd microphone is okay, listening to your heart. <laughs> I just have. Instead of like a poor connection, that says. All right, so I'll repeat what I said. Okay. So all I said, like you, it's it's amazing to me. You, you like you you have. I don't know how you got this far without understanding how generalities work. So I made a general a generality. I said that it is better generally for people to listen to their brains rather than listen to their heart and their passions, and usually that misleads you. That does not mean. Because it's a generality, Matt, and you might have to Google that term, that does not mean that in every absolute instance that you can think of, that is just the best thing yeah, that I don't will think, ever... I don't think he's disagreeing. I mean, you can make generalities, but he's he's giving you specifics and asking you to respond to them specifically. I don't think that means he doesn't understand what a generality is. Right? I, think yeah, yeah. I understand. I just disagree with the premise. He's just disagreeing. <laughs> and he's, he's giving you examples of his opinion. And asking yeah, you to respond. Not, I just disagree with the premise. I disagree no, with, right. with Socrates. No you, no, you don't. No, you don't. That's not disagreeing with the premise. You don't even know what you're talking about. You're disagreeing with the, with the conclusion of the argument that I'm making. If you disagreed with the premise, you would disagree with uh, one of the things that led me to the conclusion that I'm making. That's different. So if you want to disagree with the premise, you can find one and let me know which one you disagree with. But that's not a premise. It's a conclusion. You disagree with the conclusion. Now, in this case... Uh, I don't. Again, I, I like. I just don't know. But it, perhaps it is that Darwin uh, disagreed with his passions, and uh, that would have made him go into the seminary and listen to his brain to uh, to uh, you know invent uh, evolutionary theory. Uh, I don't. I just. I don't know that. I mean, I, but just because you can cite one example, that doesn't mean that the generality is incorrect. I mean, like, uh, that's how generalities work. 
Right. It's a generality, but all he's saying is yeah, that I'm saying I disagree just address the specifics. That's all. Well, <laughs> I'm saying I disagree with the generality. Give me a better argument than I have one example. That's not a good argument. I didn't give one example. I There's gave tons of examples. Ronald Reagan and Darwin. I mean, and geez. Leonardo da Vinci. And Leonardo da Vinci. Well, that's that's a stupid one. That doesn't. That doesn't <laughs> How is that, that stupid does, one? Doesn't fit. It doesn't. It, that doesn't uh, support your argument. It's irrational. That's. How is it? That, I, 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 I. Well, I already explained that. Just rewind the podcast and listen to it again. All right, fine. Well, look, I, you disagree. I, I, you know, I don't. I can, I can, I can cite you countless examples of. Uh, I mean, like, who the hell is really reading? Uh, nobody's, nobody's reading what Darwin says. No one gives a shit what Michelangelo made. No one's. Are you serious? Like, nobody cares. I'm talking about what is actually influencing people right now, and what's influencing you don't people. Don't think right Darwin influences people right now. Uh, I, I no, mean, that's I a bedrock that, foundation no, no, no. of I what nobody, people I believe. I said nobody's reading his book. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what he actually said. Nobody's reading that crap. Uh, I mean, the um, part of the, the this whole Black yeah, Lives Matter and the racism and the white supremacy is based totally on what Darwin believes. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. That's. Uh, it is. They. 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 People that believe in Darwin think that uh, black people are less developed than white people. Uh, yeah, I yeah, but most people who have racist conclusions don't give a shit about Darwin, and they don't care about evolutionary theory, and they've never read Darwin. Uh, you know, these these people like they. I don't mean, the people that that put uh, Atobanga in a zoo in Australia believe that. Yeah. Okay. When was that? That was about a hundred years ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, the those people, people yeah, the yeah, Hitler, yeah, Stalin, Mao—they all believed what Darwin actual, said, and they killed uh, a, a tens of millions of people. I don't think Hitler quoted. You don't uh, think so? Don't you want to go back and check that? I don't think he quoted him. Uh, when did he quote him? Uh, Does he have to quote him to be influenced by him? Uh, no, but. If he quoted him, that's absolute evidence. And if he didn't, then it's just your. But we're talking a mere hundred years ago, right? So yeah. it's right, right. you know, people might not read it now, but they might be influenced by ideas sure. of yeah, people I, who did right. read it less than a hundred yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Again, I, I don't. I don't think that that you know necessarily uh, proves your point because I don't. I don't know that I would say that it was his passions and his emotions that would have kept him from being an evolutionary, um, evolutionary, uh, uh, you know, evolutionist. He, may, it could be that his passions and his emotions led him to that conclusion too. Like you're just assuming that it was his intellect that made him make those terrible conclusions. And I don't. I, again, I, I'm not even disagreeing. I'm just saying that it's not. That argument is n not as firm as you think it is. That's all. Okay. So let me ask specifically, not generally, what art in particular, other than Disney movies? And I'm, and I'm, I'm really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TikTok is a good example, actually. <laughs> um, that Terrible. is destructive these days. Are you thinking mainly of our music? Are you talking about oh, huh. movies, books? Gosh. Oh my gosh. Everything. Everything. Everything that. Like, uh, yeah. Anything that you can think of, like any genre that you throw at me, they, uh, like the vast so majority any fiction book of, of 
is a waste of time. That's not I what don't I said. Think he's saying That's it's a waste of time. I think he's, he's saying. Lord. I think he's saying that it has a bad influence. That you can throw right. at me the vast majority of those uh, pieces in that genre are going to be bad. And, and yeah, I, can, I would I would generally agree with you in terms of. No, I don't consider social media art, but in terms of music, in terms of movies, things like that. Um, I don't know about books. Do you books, see absolutely. really? Absolutely. Every every like think of the the most popular novels. They're all like they're all crap. I mean, they're all about people following their passions and you know uh, uh, like. Uh, uh, they're all like, about people. Maybe some yeah, of the ones that go, you know, mega viral. But like Harry Potter, <laughs> those, the only book are, any millennials ever read. Do you think that one is all about? I mean, it's fiction. I guess my question is, how? At what point do you apply those kinds of ideas to fiction? Like, uh, well, well, first of all, okay, let, let me make this really quick argument that um, all of the like. Um, most of the secondary art that you're talking about, like movies, and uh, well, I mean, most most movies, like all the movies are based on books. So if you admit to me, or if you you agree even to the smallest degree that most movies um, qualify for this criticism that I'm offering, well, all those are based on books. And why are they made into movies? It's because they're popular books. And so, you know, like that. Well, the, that like just, the newer the newer Disney movies are those based on books? I would draw. I would draw a line between the older classic Disney movies and the newer ones. The older ones being based on fables. Okay. All right. All right. I, I would fine. still disagree. Fine, fine, fine. Wait, wait, wait. Tolkien me, said. Wait, wait. Wait. Let me address what she said. Let me address what she said. So, I said that most of the movies that you agree with me are, you know, fit the criticism that I'm offering. No, I'm, I'm answering what you said in okay, saying right. that you I, see a difference. I know. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm setting. I'm setting down what I said, and then your okay. response was that most of these Disney movies are based on fables, and they're not based on books. But just because you can cite me an example of movies that are based on something—no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm asking uh, if you see a difference between the early classic Disney movies that were based on books and the ones that you say teach bad only going after your emotions that you are noticing in the newer Disney movies that are not based on books. Oh, okay. Uh, I would say I would say that there is a difference be because the older ones were based on books that were a, a little more geared towards virtue and towards logic. Um, and I think what Disney has done is they've realized like this formula that makes these things so popular, and so now they're just pumping out the same old story over and over and over again with different right. uh, songs and with different storylines based on on different fables. Got it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, now, I yeah. agree with that, but I, I mean, I'm looking back on you know books that I did read or fables that I did read, and I guess I can see a delineation between, and I and I would not judge the books as being only about emotion. I guess my question is just more in general about fiction in general. <laughs> like, how do you apply that as being, I don't know, only going towards emotion? A lot of these fictional novels are all about the imagination, which lends itself to be emotional. So, I don't know, I'm just pondering. 
how yeah. this... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I think that's part of it. I think that, you know, um, a lot of these books encourage people to, like, dream and to believe in these fantasy worlds and all that, and that, like, you know... Um, that that's very kind of uh, titillating and interesting and fascinating, and there's not necessarily a problem with that, but it just leaves out, you know, what real life is. I think that I think this, uh, this is a problem, like it, because well, it I don't know. I mean, how how do you associate that with like Lord of the Rings or any yeah, Narnia or well, Fantasties? Like, All of these things use the imagination and things that were not something like, that we to- can see talking. and feel and hear, but used emotion and reason. Tolkien yeah. said that he did not like allegory, like C.S. Lewis right. did allegory. Right. right. He said, but every good story reflects the the best story, which was uh, yeah. the story of Christ. Yeah, which yeah, it, yeah. And you see that in a lot of movies, good versus evil. And I think that those are teachable moments that to, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. for people. Yeah, I so agree with that. I, I mean, I don't think that, uh, in a sense, that it's necessarily bad. I, I mean, good, I think there are movies that don't have good morals that are still good and still teachable. I mean, uh, uh, don't all do things that. go to the glory of God. <laughs> so I, I think, I think that uh, I think there's something. I think there's something true to what you're saying that. Um, I think all art that is satisfying is essentially uh, conservative because so much of it aims at justice. Like, in order for a storyline to be uh, satisfying, there has to be some justice there. So the bad person has to face, you know, bad consequences, and the good person has to generally be better um, after a struggle um, than he was before, and they grow in character in some respect. Like uh, that is the way in which art um, is is almost always good, but well, on the way I'd say there, satisfying and not necessarily good. Well, okay. well, uh, well uh, yeah, I'm I'm making that well, you know, fine. I'm I'm making that connection. I don't, I don't okay. know or care if you agree, but. Uh, mo- what I've noticed is that most art, when it is satisfying, it usually serves justice. And I'll give you a really good example: uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, like widely widely considered one of the best uh, TV shows in history. Oh my gosh, it's so good! <laughs> it took a it took a long ass time, right? It is it is basically like a Greek uh, tragedy because it is about a good man who makes a bad decision and then eventually he's brought down by that bad decision and what he says at the beginning and what he says constantly is that he is forced to um, sell methamphetamine because he wants to help his family and uh, and so you think well you know that's that's a little justifiable but by the end it completely changes and it's a story of this good man becoming a evil evil terrible man oh that's awful <laughs> oh my gosh it's so good i'm not gonna watch so that at all it's it is, very it is frustrating a, it is, it's a classic classic uh greek uh tragedy um but but there's justice at the end the the bad guys get their due and the good guys even the ones you like 
um, tend to, uh, to to get to get better. So what I'm saying is, if a story is satisfying, it usually serves uh, justice and some kind of like I don't even know if I would say conservative, just kind of like traditional values. But on the way there, there's a lot of terrible things, and most of that is serving your passions in, and ignoring your intellect and doing bad things because it makes you feel good. Interesting. I had a, um, a, a joke that involved the Hallmark movies, but it doesn't seem to fit now. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell it anyway. <laughs> no, I was, it was just a joke about how Hallmark movies are all about <laughs> virtue, but they're still uh, not necessarily good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're 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 <laughs> making I think you're making a distinction between what Socrates said and what's going on now where the theme is if you're not happy then you're not living life. I don't Which I can see that in a lot of media today. Right. I don't I don't think you understand what the word distinction means. So could you explain I mean like you're well, you, I mean, you, you were saying you Socrates was saying that 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 would, all would you have had the same argument a hundred years ago? Uh, hundred years ago, that's that's tough because because we can only uh, we can't really know exactly what was affecting the common man because it just wasn't recorded very well like historians were just not as i guess what i'm saying is, is, is it that's very a, time time specific your argument uh, or uh, is it universal okay. um i think it's universal but i would like to say that it's getting worse because of democ democratization because we have more freedom so because we have more freedom and the founders talked about this like there's a there's a tension between um the aristocrats you know the the people who like like better things and are um you know of the elite and the common like rabble and they were against like you have to have both you have to have, you know, that, that's why they gave some power to, um, to the to democracy, but also filtered it through the aristocracy. Like, that is the government that we have, and people don't want to admit that, but that is what they believed, and that is what we have. It's a mixed government. It's not, like, pure democracy, right? It's a republic. It's a representative. Right. I don't republic. think that's anywhere, is it? What? I don't think there's a pure democracy anywhere on Earth. Uh, people have tried. I mean, like France during the... Uh, I mean, maybe a pirate ship. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the point, though. I mean, like, again, these are generalities. Like, you can tend towards more pure democracy, or you can tend towards aristocracy. It's not an absolute. You have to understand how generalities work. Okay, go back to what you were saying. So, um, I don't know, what was your question? Oh, jeez. I was asking how specific this argument is to our times. Okay, I do, I, so I do think that um, over time we have become more democratized and uh, culture and society has um, been seized by the more 
like the common person, the the you know, and less from the elite. And so, because of that, um, it's. Uh, I mean, this is what rap is. This is what hip hop is. This is what rock and roll is. Like rock and roll took over the world because it was a like the most popular expression of music that you can have and everyone responded to it and it's a british and american uh invention with uh african uh kind of roots but it like took over the world like everybody loves rock and roll right, right. well it's an expression of the democratization of music. Uh, it's it's like the lowest common denominator. Uh, but because of that, because it's uh, the lowest common denominator, is that everybody can accept it. It also kind kind of feeds the lower passions, and that's a trade off. It's just like Thomas Sowell. Like there's a trade off here. Whenever you democratize things, you're gonna you're going to um, bring more people in to power they share in power and they share in prosperity but you're also kind of kind of have to lower the standards for everyone to be a participant and that's what happens and there's good and bad to it huh. so you see more art tending towards the emotional but don't you see Always. swings Always. swings in time between <laughs> Where things yes. going from emotional yes, to not right. emotional to more rational. So it could be a hundred years from now, we've swung in the other direction. Uh, it could be absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I think the the pattern though is that um, it tends towards uh, um, emphasizing the emotional, emphasizing the passionate. Because I mean, like, look, passion is just more entertaining. I mean, that's why people listen to the podcast because I'm yelling and screaming at people, right? Right, which is kind of amusing. Well, it is, yeah. But now I'm screaming and yelling about, uh, uh, you know, post uh, being being pro uh, intellect. That, and, that uh, was kind of my point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. Um, let's talk about Hamilton. I think Hamilton yeah. is a really good expression of this. Um, Hamilton is about a guy who makes very bad decisions based on his passions. And at the end, he's taken down by it. And along the way, there's a lot of people. I mean, George Washington is a great example in this, where he's just shown as a paragon of virtue and goodness and doing what's right. And that's it. Like, there's no bad. There's no criticism. It's just like, this guy is great. And... Um, Hamilton makes a terrible mistake that we all recognize as immoral, and he's taken down by it. That is a that is a damn good um, um, expression of art, one of the best. Along the way, he uses passion and uh, emotion to serve this greater moral purpose. It's amazing. I mean, it blew me away. I haven't um, seen it, and I will I will admit to. Oh just so because everybody has loved it so much that annoys me. Yeah, I hope, I hope it brings back dueling, so I can <laughs> challenge Soup to a duel. <laughs> and yeah. then finally, I get the podcast right. But I'm gonna do it passionately, so I can so I can refute his argument. <laughs> well, that will never happen. But uh, but yeah, I, I, it's worth watching. I am I am shocked at how popular it is because, um. Like, it's it's the founders and the revolution and the you know the founding of America, 
but it's hip hop rap like uh, very modernist you know and it seems to me that those two crowds don't intermingle like the people who love the founding and the revolution and the founders and all that they're not into hip hop and rap for right. the most part and the people who like hip hop and rap are generally not really into the founding and to <laughs> and the and uh, America America's uh, you know beginnings it, to me, like it. It's so what you're so, saying is, it so, takes the emotion like, of rap to get people to like the rational part of our history. Right, and that is when that is when art is serving the highest purpose. Like it can do the most good, but it usually does not because it's cheap and it's lazy and it's and people choose to lazy, uh, uh, you know, out. I'll give you a great example. Let me give you another example. Um, Man, I'm monopolizing this podcast. I apologize, but um, you're not really sorry. I am not sorry. One of my one of my professors in college absolutely revolutionized the way that I think about food. One one uh, night when she invited a bunch of students to her place and we hung out and she served us food and and she's like a great cook and whatever. And uh, we were just talking about like the theory of food, right? Because that's what you do in college. You talk about the theory of everything. I would never talk and, about the theory of food. That oh like, my god. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And she said, she, listen to this, it was unfreaking believable amazing. This is what she said, is that, she says, listen, anyone can make good food. She had a German accent, it was great. She was like, anyone can make good tasting food. All you do is you put a lot of sugar, you put a lot of fat, you put a lot of salt in it. People will love it. That's what most food is. She said, that is not the art of cooking. The art of cooking is to make healthy food taste good so that you enjoy it. And oh, she it would not fit in a Louisiana at all. I understand. I understand. And, and that is what art is. If art is ordering your um, passions and your emotions, which are not bad per se in themselves, because God gave them to us, like they're there for a reason, right? But if you order them to the higher purpose, then it's a good thing. If you order them to a lower purpose, then it's a bad thing. And that's what I see in most art. Because like everything else, we're lazy and we pick the, the stupider, easier thing. It's just like uh, it's just like beauty and sexy, right? Uh, it takes a lot of effort to be beautiful. It takes a very little effort to be sexy. And the worst example of that is being skanky and, uh, and disgusting. But people do that because it's lazy and it's easy. It's harder to be beautiful. Because it's, you get followed on Twitter for that. <laughs> well, that's why people follow me, and that's why I'm losing so many followers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, thank you for goading me into this uh, argument, this debate. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back and rewind it later and listen to it and um, figure out where the wires got crossed. Me and Matt both heard you the same way. I'm not saying that you said it in such a a way <laughs> as to only be talking about generalities. It just sounded like in the beginning you were saying all, like a proclamation that all art leads to blah. That's oh, okay. how it sounded. All right. Well, if I if yeah if I uh, accidentally said that, I apologize. Oh no, of course not. I, look, 
I, n- I don't I don't believe in any absolutes for the most part. That's the only absolute I believe in. There are no absolutes. Uh, everything is a generality. But because of that, you can't bring up one or two examples against uh, you know um, against uh, what is generally true. And uh, and I I thoroughly believe this because everything in my experience uh, teaches me this. But uh, you know I mean you can you can disagree. But I think most people disagree because they love art and they want to believe that it's good. But you know, I think I love most art. people will I'm disagree because they they find art as an escape. Essential, right? That's fine. Essential, right? And they're automatically going br- to bristle at the idea that the thing that they use as an escape from the hellscape that is 2020. Absolutely, no, <laughs> is I, look, I agree with that. Bad. I agree with that. Right. But that that goes back to the Aristotelian understanding, which is catharsis. Like, what right. is it about art that the the escape that makes us happy what is that because right. like matt was saying he doesn't you you were saying that you don't uh, necessarily seek out movies that make you happy right you seek out movies that are good but there is some happiness in it otherwise you would not seek it so like the example that i gave with seven samurai i love that movie abjectly like i am a slave to that movie i love it so much it doesn't make me happy though man when i after i watch it i'm like blubbering mess because it's just so affecting but there's an enjoyment there's some kind of enjoyment in Sad, that sadness, and that is what Aristotle was talking about—the catharsis—and that is the big debate: is why is that good? Should we seek it, and uh, should we ban it from the Republic? No, we shouldn't. Should <laughs> no, not. we should. No, of course no. not. Of course not. Yeah. I think we should ban Disney, though. Holy shit! <laughs> well, not the Mandalorian. I still, I oh, haven't no. seen the Mandalorian either. I haven't seen anything, apparently. No. That's that's pretty good, um, but that's based on uh, old Western Western tropes, spaghetti Western okay. tropes. I like yeah. spaghetti but, westerns because I mean, they I generally think have the Star good Wars evil. was kind of based right. on those. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think the original one was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, trade negotiations. Wow. Well, I did not uh, intend to uh, talk. Y'all, about this that was before. a whole hour of arguing about art. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, well, people like me yelling at Matt, so um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's good. <laughs> I think you might get some pushback on this one. I, I Can we talk about your? Matt? I think you will. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because people are rational and they don't. Wanna, <laughs> they don't, you know, they don't like good things. They just like uh-huh. uh, their passion. People, that's, people love their passion. You're very passionate about this. Yeah, you've been propagandized to love your passion. Yeah, it's not my fault. I'm just pointing <laughs> it's out. Not my fault. Yeah. I'm just asking questions. Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, let's do uh, let's do a few things here. First of all, um, I am losing uh, tons of followers, and I it's can't imagine me. why. Just, is it because I, you yell at people that mostly agree with you? This is true. Also that. Okay. Um, but let's talk about this tweet. Now that that's over, let's talk about this tweet that makes zero sense. Um, this is what Matt said. No, My Matt's God. tweet made total sense. I read it and understood it, it immediately. It did not Can make any sense. Okay. That English is your second let language. Me, that's let me read it. You didn't understand. Why don't you let me read it? Because you're gonna put like an accent on. You're it. right. You would. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, do it. Oh, you're gonna put it. an accent to make it make sense. <laughs> I 
totally made sense. I gotta find it. Oh. Unless oh, it's geez. just that I now I already speak Matt. Uh, I already have. Okay, I, t- I said that today. I, this one is this the one you're talking about? You're lying! You're lying! It's not today. Okay, well that you. This is the tweet from July fourth. Is that the one you're talking just, about? Oh my gosh! Just, just. Let me Which one are you talking about? How about I read it? All right, listen. It says, my daughter was texting me while I was at work. Photos <laughs> of super Mexican cradling Anakin Skywalker. And you didn't spell Anakin, right? Then Optimus Prime cradling both of them. So, yeah. no commas. And I d- could not understand what the hell you were talking about. I thought you were saying your daughter texted you. Did you think that those pictures of his figurines were at work? Yeah, that's not where I work. I don't work at home. I mean, the pictures are clearly on his desk. Do you think he carries you to work? That's weird. He has a computer. And, like, pharmacists at work at home are called drug dealers. (laughs) Yeah. He's a weirdo. Of course I believe that he would take uh, his figures to work. No, I have Lego figures at work. I don't have Transformers at work. My daughter was texting me while I was at work. Photos of Super Mexican cradling Anakin Skywalker. You add a comma. You add a comma. I'm writing exactly as written. Then Optimus Prime cradling both of them. (laughs) Yeah, that made zero sense. And it's literally pictures of Super Mexican. (laughs) You think he takes you to work? Carries you around in his little pharmacy. He has a fit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me that it's far fetched to believe that a a guy who creepily made a figure of me uh, would never take that figure to work. Is that what you're telling me? We've already crossed. We've already crossed the creepy. Not anymore. (laughs) I don't think it's creepy at all. I thought. I thought that was the kind of art that kind of took emotion and rationality. <laughs> wow. You're just trying to you know, and it's not going to work. I thought it was cute and I wanted you know what? to tweet it. <laughs> you know what, Jess? It's not going to work because I am in control of my passions and my emotions <laughs> and they are service to my intellect and I will hang up this podcast and then and you I will yell at me in the meeting. And yell at the, at the wall uh, and curse your name. But anyway... <laughs> At least I ain't killing no squirrels. That's that's. <laughs> I have I, killed zero squirrels, sir. You have been the source of a lot. Apparently, of, die around me. You've been the source of a lot of uh, uh, squirrel killing. However, so there you go. All right. Well, now we should probably shut down, and I should apologize to Matt for yelling at him so much. Uh, oh, really? Should. You're going to get like yelled at argue. later. So. I like to argue. <laughs> to argue about art and not politics. That's true. And I did I did have a few uh, things and to talk about. And soon I'll be arguing with you in Spanish. And you won't <laughs> be able to understand me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, this is not good, man. I'm not I'm not happy about you. I'm not either. It makes me very I'm talking, yeah, I, makes I got a, 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 a app. It's called Tandem. And you can talk yeah. to people all over Latin America. And... Uh, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm and very, I'm like uh, on there. I'm like those uh, those those women on Twitter that show their boobs and their avatar. Because if you speak English and you're from America, oh my God, they're gonna flock to you. Really? 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, um, listen, uh, actually try to recruit some of them for my little project if they want to be interviewed about their oh, thoughts. Oh, I really think that's a well, good idea. But they're, but oh, they're not in how much, America. How much would you love they're, that? Like, I'm telling you, that. like, the media is full of all these, like, you know, anti-American, blah, 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 like, everybody hates America. I'm telling you what, though, the people who come here, like, they legally, they yeah. adore America. Because like, they appreciate they, it. Yeah, like, they see yeah. the opportunity and, you know, the good side, and they will fully, like, uh, you know, admit the bad side or whatever, right. but, man, they love it. I, I, haven't, I haven't met any migrants yet. I've only met people that just live in their country, and that's where they were. Oh, okay. Well, that would be interesting, too, just yeah, for that ideas would be. about America. But, what their uh, ideas are, yeah. It's pretty amazing when I talk to them, and it's like, I'll say, uh, they'll say, oh, I'm from Peru. And I was like, oh, Machu Picchu is in Peru. And they'll go, yeah. oh, my oh. God, how do you know that? <laughs> Like yeah, just, yeah, I just yeah. blow that their freaking mind. Like map, it's apparently. Yeah, like it's, right. Geography like, is made of <laughs> Yeah, but Machu Picchu is like. I mean, that's that's pretty that's famous. Everything. I mean, most people know what Machu Picchu is, nah, and nah, uh, it, nah. it just blows his their freaking mind that uh, that people outside the, their countries know about stuff in their countries. Yeah. No. Oh, so, I guarantee you. Ninety-five percent of Americans uh, think Machu Picchu is a Mexican uh, dish that they can order. Probably. Like I, I talked to some Guatemalans and I was like, "Oh yeah, the, the y'all are home of the Mayans," and that blew their mind too. They just couldn't believe p- people knew yeah. that. I was wow, like, that's kind of sad. That's, no, that's, that's what I told you. Remember, I told you like uh, you know, if you meet anyone who speaks Spanish, like. Even if you don't speak it well, just say any Spanish word. They will brighten up. They'll right. just they love the idea that you're trying. That right. you're not, you know, yeah. telling them to shut the hell up and go back to their country. Oh. Like they brighten up. They're Makes like, me sad. You know, well, I I, I, I feel very uh, uh, not in my weight class when I get on the app because they sure. really outmatch me in English compared to my Spanish. Yeah, yeah. but you've learned it's a lot really fast. Kind of. It's kind of like when you get in an argument with me, right? You feel that way. No, that's the same, not at all. The same no. feeling that you no. feel, man. That that emotion is pride, and sir. I'm like uh, quoting Plato and Socrates and whatever. All I learned from this hour is that Socrates was a mute. Uh, he was not a mute. And he, and he ate some 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 leaves. He did eat a lot of leaves. Uh, he drank a lot. He was a big wine drinker. He, what else can you do? Back so then, we're gonna listen to a mute alcoholic. Great, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 great. That's great. All right, well, let's shut this thing down. Uh, I have to go apologize to everyone in my household for screaming and yelling all these curse words that they're used to. So, tiny, tiny ears that are traumatized by me yelling uh, "fing Matt." But thank you are both. Are they used that to was, that? What? Aren't they should be used to that by now. Uh, actually, they are. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but they are. Uh, um, uh, that reminds me. That reminds me of a. Uh, um, I had a I have a friend uh, that I would go hang out with to watch Buffalo Bills games. That's the only time I would I would see his family. And one time I told him I was like, "Man, this has got to be weird for your kids." And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, the only time they see me is you know um, during football season." 
I go to your house, I say hello, we go to the basement, we watch the game on your big screen TV, they hear me yelling and screaming and cursing, <laughs> and then I come up all drunk and say hello, and then I go home. Like, they must not have a very good view of me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> anyway, that's like the podcast. That's yeah, the podcast. You're all podcast. traumatized children. Yelling and awkwardness. Yeah. Okay. All right, I apologize for that. Okay, well, well, thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.